We are back. It's the Joe Holka Show presented by FanDuel. Week 9, tournament plays of the week, position by position, pivot slash leverage plays that might go overlooked in GPPs and can help us get to the top of the DFS leaderboards. Plus, we're going to show you guys how to use that information by building a lineup at the end live. No TJ Hernandez this week, but I'm not alone. Thank God. Welcoming back my good buddy. You guys know him from SharpFootballAnalysis.com and the Sharp Angles podcast. Lord Reeves on Twitter. Rich Rebar. Normally, TJ is bringing us the goods. We go through one player. I'm actually, since we're a day later recording this, we have a little bit more ownership context. I'm going to kind of tee Reeves up for the chalkiest player in the slate. And what we would do a little bit differently is to gain either some leverage or basically a direct pivot uh, price-wise. So we are going to jump right into it and talk about the quarterback position. And pretty easily, Reeves, on this slate, it looks like it's going to be Lamar Jackson at 8,300 on FanDuel, probably 25-plus percent, depending on what type of contest you're looking into. So the pivots essentially are either Patrick Mahomes at 8,500. He's about 8% ownership as of right now per Run the Sims. Or Dak Prescott, 7,900 for probably even like 5 to 6% or so ownership. So do you have a, a preference? If you are pivoting to one of those guys, uh, do you prefer Mahomes or Dak? And I'll say this, if you haven't checked out the Stacks video that we just went through, we did go through a little bit more in detail of this uh, this Chiefs and Green Bay game without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we did like Mahomes in that game, uh, spoiler alert. But Mahomes versus Dak, where are you at? Yeah, it's tough not to still like Mahomes for the potential upside. I will say though, uh, if you watch that video, we also talked about Dak and his situation and the you know how some of the Broncos defensive metrics might be just leading into more of their opponents uh, because they've only faced two quarterbacks that have been in the top 15 in passing points per attempt, and they were Lamar Jackson, who threw for 316 yards against them, and Derek Carr, who threw for 341 yards against them. So Dak, I do believe if he's gonna if he's gonna be that low offers a lot of leverage he's just really hard to stack like we mm -hmm. tried to build that out and that's what's i think preventing the full spike of saying he's the direct leverage because you're gonna have to get the stack right exactly all right so if we were to i guess go the mahomes route do you think that like going right into that tyreek hill ownership uh, versus kelsey is uh i guess it's an interesting situation for tournaments because i, I don't like I, we talked about in another video i don't think a lot of people are going to go mahomes to tyreek is because it's so expensive and they're, they're not going to want to have full access to that that game that people think is going to be a little bit more gross now and then all this stuff with travis kelsey uh it seems like kelsey could actually be around 10 percent, which seems like a decent gpp spot to me at least any preference on who you would pair Mahomes with if you did go that route? Objectively, it does. The signal does point to be more of a Tyreek game just based on since Jay Alexander's been out, the, what wide receiver ones have been doing against the Green Bay Packers, and they've been forced to elevate, you know, rookie Eric Stokes into a larger role. So that would lead me to Tyreek, but I mean, obviously, it's a 1A, 1B thing. So, like, I have no problem if Kelsey's going to be 10% and you're trying to get, you know, a, a spot where you're getting, you know, 20%, 25% Kelsey, or he's just your lock button. I'm with you. The quarterback position, too, like, obviously, it's usually going to be a little bit more flat. 25% for Lamar was a little bit eye-popping to me, though. We'll see if he ends up, uh, I guess, anywhere near that in some of the larger field stuff. Anything else? It was the Adders? similar thing. Two weeks ago, he was, uh, well, prior to the bye, he was super popular against the Bengals in the same boat, and it was a similar matchup of a team that can get pressure on him. That's your out. Uh, you know, and I went into depth on the, a lot of the, the stats there, but, like, the Vikings are a team that can generate pressure without blitzing, and that's been Lamar Jackson's, like, it's every quarterback's bugaboo, but it's particularly been jarring for Lamar Jackson's splits. 
Yeah, so if we're going to move on to the running back position, this is where a lot of the chalk is going to be. This is where you're going to kind of going to, I guess, unlock some of these elite uh, price players. And it's Miles Gaskin. He's 6,100. He's looking at like about 30% ownership if you want to jam him in at this point. So if we're looking at pure pivots, you're kind of looking at some of those like Denver running backs. We'll see what happens with Christian McCaffrey. If not, you've got Chuba Hubbard at 6,800. Uh, I guess I I'm curious, Reeves, your thoughts on the Denver guys, though, because Melvin Gordon, he's 6,400. If you wanted to go the Javante route, it's at least interesting. We've got uh, Javante Booker in there at 6,300 as well. So there are some guys here in this Gaskin range. Is there anyone that like kind of stands out to you overall or just hope to pick the right touchdown in Denver, I guess? I think that's very hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been Melvin Gordon two weeks in a row, although two weeks ago they both scored a touchdown. So, you know, they both ended up getting into the box. But especially when you factor in game script, they're probably going to be chasing points here. There's just no clear, like, diagnosis between, like, routes run and red zone usage. It's just, it's all split between those guys. It's very hard. I would say in this price range, uh, the guy I like the most is Zach Moss at 6K. Nice. Uh, Leverage off of all know. the Buffalo stuff. Really good. Yeah, he he outsnapped uh, Devin Singletary last week, 47 to 25, outtouched him 14 to 8. Uh, you know, we've got him in, in a, as a huge favorite against a, a Jaguars team that is has really struggled. Out of, they were one of the disappointing, most disappointing teams coming out of the bye last week against Seattle. They just got rough shot by Geno Smith in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think he'd be my favorite guy because you get a little bit of touchdown leverage. He's the same, basically the same price as Gaskin on a team that's going to score thirty points by hook or crook, maybe forty. Uh, so I think he's my favorite guy in that price range. Yeah, the only reason I didn't add him to the list is he looks like about like 15%, but you're still cutting in half Gaskin at that point. So I still think it's totally fine. But the thing that you have, and TJ talks this about, about this a lot too, if any, if at all possible, you want leverage and the pivot, right? So a price that makes sense, but also leverage versus some of the, the rest of the tournament teams that are going to grab a lot more ownership. So if you think that a lot of people are going to be on Buffalo... I mean, you get both of those things uh, with Zach Moss. So I like that quite a bit. Before we move on to wide receiver, if you're one of those people who doesn't watch this video live, start next week, every Monday and Thursday from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. Of course, the big show is Sunday morning at 9 a.m. to noon to get you guys ready for kickoff at wide receiver Reeves. I, I think that the chalkiest wide receiver on the slate is going to either be Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill. You mentioned that it is a pretty nice signal for Tyreek. Obviously, I think this Buffalo team is going to be pretty popular, the Diggs and Allen Stacks, but both of them are very expensive and projecting for over 20% ownership. So if we were to move outside of the Stefan Diggs realm, one of the things that we talked about again on the, uh, the Stacks video that I thought was super interesting was these Vikings wide receivers. So I'll mm -hmm. let you touch on that, um, the coverages. And also, if you wanted to go, I guess I'm curious if you think Marquise Brown is going to be holding at this ownership. I, I see sub 5% right now. So with Lamar being really popular, you don't gain as much leverage with Marquise Brown. But these, these Vikings wide receivers are super interesting to me. And it sounds like you have one that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, they both are. When you look at their, you know, splits first man coverage, you know, like I said, blitz heavy opponents. I mean, Ravens are going to be sending the, sending the heat. That's what they do. Uh, they're going to, you know, Kirk Cousins is the guy you want to send heat at as well. But if you don't get home, we have a situation a couple weeks ago, very similar defensive styles, uh, Carolina Panthers against the Vikings. We saw what those receivers and Kirk Cousins were able to do in one-on-one -on -one situations. Justin Jefferson has a two full yard difference in yards per outrun versus man and zone coverage in favor of man coverage. He'll probably see a lot of Marlon Humphrey. Uh, that's not enough to move you off him. Like we said, he's going to, he, he can beat anybody. Uh, Adam Thielen is going to get really kicked up because we saw that happening. It's Carolina game. Like one, he's great against man coverage. And then two, he's going to get the better end of the stick, you know, going against Anthony Everett, who's been targeted more than any quarterback in the NFL. And they've had a bye week. So uh, yeah, I mean, it sets up really well. I think for the Vikings pass catchers to be really great tournament pivots. 
Uh, and game stacks with this. I mean, you can play, I think you if you, you can play a double with these guys and Marquise Brown. Uh, it is very expensive to do that, uh, but you will save a little bit if you go the Cousins route. Um, and there are some cheaper plays you can play, uh, but I think it's a unique way that both those guys can kind of get there. Hollywood has scored in five of his past seven games, and, you know, Minnesota, uh, they will give it up uh, a little bit on the on the deep ball. So, I mean, that's what you, where Hollywood lives. So, mm-hmm. uh, he leads the NFL in targets on 15 yards or further downfield. And again, they've had a bye week. So, like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, like, I guess if you don't want to completely take, I guess, the averages of the last four games, whatever it is, sometimes it's as easy as like which teams have been on bye, which teams have not been on bye, and the ones that have already been on bye and they're still popping in some of this stuff. Like, it's a full other game. So, that that's crazy, man. I never, I probably don't look at that stuff enough. Yeah, so I mean, if the Vikings are going to give up big plays, it's going to be to him. I mean, he's the guy accruing all of those money targets, and he is. He said he's expensive. It's hard to play all three of these guys. It would be really hard because um, you'd have to really play down in a lot of spots. But one and one, uh, you know, whether you go Thielen and Hollywood, uh, you know, with Cousins, or if you're playing Lamar, that's fine still too. Uh, I, I like that angle of it as well. This game, I think that when they're when the passing plays do hit in this game, they're going to be for chunk gains. I'm with you. And also, if you guys didn't uh, check out the mystery unboxing earlier this week, this Adam Thielen jersey we pulled out this week and be giving that oh, that's away. A sign. That's, a, that's sign, a sign. So maybe maybe it is Thielen week. Before we get back at it, I want to thank the presenting sponsor, FanDuel, for all the support this year. New FanDuel players, listen up. Your day's about to get 20% better with a bonus on your first deposit, up to $500 for free. All you have to do is claim it by visiting fanduel.com slash Holka. First, that link does support the channel. So thank you. And even if you are not a first-time player, it would mean the world if you give FanDuel another go this week and start that process through my link. That's fanduel.com slash Holka to claim your bonus and start playing today. It'll bring you right to our $5 three-entry max listener league contest. That one I will be reviewing every week on stream. Quite honestly, one of the best places you can put your money in all of DFS because it's completely rake-free. There's a whole lot of NFL action left this season, so make sure you join our community over on FanDuel. Pick a lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see where your team stacks up against the competition. They've got a ton of different game formats between main slate and single game contests. You can even set up private contests with your friends to experience season-long wins without season-long waits by joining the $5 Listener League or making your first deposit through FanDuel.com Holka, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the Joe Holka Show, age and local restrictions apply bonus is used as a non-refundable site credit that expires after 30 days want to take a second to thank our exclusive memorabilia partner pristine auction a website that auctions off a ton of insanely cool sports memorabilia each and every day with items starting at just one dollar there's thousands of auctions ending daily so some of the crazy deals that you'll see actually pretty common whether it's a daily auction a weekly auction doesn't matter the marketplace is open 24 hours with no reserves also, all of these autographed items are guaranteed authentic, so you never have to worry about that. I do have a registration code, so make sure you enter code HOLKA when you first sign up. It's good for $10 off your first purchase, but more importantly, you're eligible for the weekly giveaways from the Mystery Unboxings, but only if you're fully registered at Pristine Auction, so hopefully it's with code HOLKA because it supports the channel, so thank you, and let's get back to the show. Let's move on to the tight end position. The highest owned tight end right now, Reeves, looks like it's going to be Darren Waller at 6,800, about 25% ownership. Definitely think that he's a great play. And if we wanted to go direct pivot, easy to talk about Kelsey at about 10%. But if we go a little bit more unique, it looks like we have Dalton Schultz at 6%. We have Mark Andrews at about 7%. Both of those guys kind of in that same range as Darren Waller. So is there a guy between Schultz and Andrews that you think that you would uh, prefer if you're just trying to go straight price pivot off of Darren Waller? Yeah, I like uh, Dalton Schultz a lot between those names and Dallas Goddard, too, but he's a little higher yeah. on the time. You skipped him. Uh, um, yeah, we talked about Dalton Schultz on our video, too, of him being the guy I felt the most confidence in Dak Stacks just because of Gallup plays and Lamb's injury. A lot of volatility there trying to get 
diagnose which receiver to play. But Dalton Schultz with no Blake Jarwin is basically going to be on the field for 100% of the snaps in this game, and the Denver linebackers uh, can be exploited. So I do like Dalton Schultz a lot as uh, the Dak the Dak bring back. I, I'm in on that. And, I, and that's coming from someone that hasn't played enough Dalton Schultz this week. I think that the Dallas uh, side of this game is very interesting. A pretty similar spot, like we mentioned before, as uh, that last kind of explosion spot for Dak. And a lot of people aren't going to want to go there with uh, with the ankle injury. So, uh, Reeves, I appreciate you, my man. Everyone, now that we uh, we have the pivots from Reeves, I want you guys to pause this video. Let me know in the comments your favorite tournament play for week nine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and build a tournament lineup, and I'm going to let Reeves get out of here. I uh, appreciate you uh, filling in. I don't get the build too you can build, build if you lives. want reeves i'm happy to bring you on for the build i, I mean listen I'll, I'll hang around for the build can i hang around for the build you can you can be directly involved with the build reeves so i don't want to i don't i don't want to basically be building two lineups uh but i'll i will see what you do well, i'll, I'll, I'll play this about. one technically but I'll, I'll let you be here to kind of uh guide me uh, along the way because i haven't played in the listener league yet at least a specific one five dollars rake free all that good stuff angel.com slash holka reeves has kind of been talking me into a, a few different situations that, that i kind of like so far always uh, trouble yeah so the one thing that I kind of keep going back to this week uh, is this Minnesota side of the Ravens game. I very rarely play Kirk Cousins. I'll say that. So I am going to start with the mini, actually, and see where this leads me. I'm going to go with both of those guys. I'm going to go Thielen, and I'm going to go Jefferson. Because I think there's almost like a double. We have, we haven't talked about Conklin at all on this video, but I do think that he's going to gain a little bit of ownership. I guess because people are going to want to play tight ends against Baltimore. So I think that's interesting. I think if we wanted to add Mark Andrews to this, it might be a, a, a kind of a different way to go about um, building this. So I, I'm intrigued by maybe adding. Uh, Mark Andrews to the tight end slot on here, or we could go with Hollywood. I guess hate giving up all of the wide receiver slots without even and using one. a quarterback. So I am going to go kind of use that tiebreaker and go with Andrews. So we got kind of our elite mini stack here, which is uh, probably going to make my build a lot more, uh, I guess, difficult. We talked about Zach Moss as a as an interesting kind of pivot off of uh, Gaskin at running back. So I'm just going to try and see where that leads us if we put in uh, Moss on this team and kind of free up a little bit of salary. Uh, one of the guys that we talked about on defense uh, was San Francisco, which I think is interesting. But since I don't have uh, any Kansas City and Green Bay so far in this one, Reeves, I'm going to steal uh, I'm gonna steal your thunder a little bit on the last video, and I'm going to go Kansas City defense because they're so cheap. Uh, so how am All I right. doing so far? We still got 7,100 the rest of the way. I dig it. You've got salary. Obviously, quarterback's going to take up, uh, is going to put a dent into your, your mm -hmm. salary here. But so far, we're we're cooking with some gas here. I I like the Minnesota side. I've, I've I haven't built enough Minnesota builds early in the week. Uh, we'll see how creative we can get. But I don't think you'll see a lot of Andrews and double Vikings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like one of the things, like I, I'm very. <sighs> I'm tempted to go Dak here just because we've already been talking about him uh, quite a bit as like a decent leverage option. Obviously, not a lot of people are going to want to go there. I said already that I didn't want to go Kirk Cousins. I, I think that one of the things that we talked about on the last video, too, uh, I think that Joe Burrow is kind of interesting because if you're just looking purely at ceiling and at projected mm -hmm. ownership, like Joe Burrow is still popping as like a top five or to maybe top six or so quarterback on this slate. And he's like two percent owned. So I, I think I yeah. am going to go with uh, with Burrow. I don't know if I'll be able to get to chase on this team, but that would be like a situation where uh, maybe I would kind of upgrade from T uh, from Burrow. So I'm going to start with Burrow because I do think I that this that. team uh has been passing a little bit more which we'd like to see and then the, the easy bring back on the cleveland side uh, we already talked about this with reeves is probably just jarvis landry but i think he's gonna be popular but i don't think that there's gonna be a ton of joe burrow stacks at least that's what ownership looks like so far so ton of salary here so if i did want to go with chase i could 
So if I wanted to go, let me ask you this while I'm kind of piecing together some options. What do you think about mixing in burrow stacks? Do you think it's too much of a negative correlation? Because I, I do kind of like that mix and range this week. I just want to do it slightly differently than the field, I think. Yeah, Mixon, I think it's going to be on FanDuel particularly popular because his price hasn't moved. The interesting thing about that, and it's, you know, is that the Browns are excellent against the run. Mm-hmm. Like they've been they've been consistently excellent. Um, and we've seen Mixon against some spots where he's had to go up against tough run Ds, kind of really uh, you know, not get there completely, like against the Ravens a couple weeks ago. The wild card for Mixon is that we his usage in the passing game is so volatile. Like mm-hmm. He, he has these games where he gets six targets, and then next week he's, he gets one target. And True. so there's no consistency. Dalvin Cook's been like that a lot this year, too, uh, where these guys just aren't getting used in the pass game as regularly as we want. But two of the past three games, he's caught four more passes. Uh, so that's at least hopefully something we can build on, because that's how you want to get there against the Browns. You need to catch the football out of the backfield, because the one thing that they are still doing really well is that defensive front is really good, and they've been they've turned into a little bit of a pass funnel. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, when you brought up Chase, I mean, they're they are one of the worst teams in the NFL against opposing wide receiver ones. They're 27th in catches allowed to opposing wide receiver ones, 30th in receiving yards and 30th in touchdowns allowed to opposing lead wide receivers. Uh, so the, that that funnel, all that correlation is kind of tied up into pushing you more towards Chase. And yeah. especially because the ownership is on Mixon. Yeah, it hurts my, I mean, it hurts pretty significantly. I can't even play Mixon with the Chase team if I stick with this exact build. And then I'm in kind of a weird range at running back at that point. I'm kind of deciding between if I wanted to go to Josh Jacobs, Cordero Patterson, uh, Darrell Williams, those guys. So it's a weird range. If I do go to T, though, I have an interesting kind of debate here. Is it, do I want to walk right into the Ezekiel Elliott chalk, which is, I mean, I don't think the worst idea since we have no Dallas, no Denver on this team, or I go negative correlation with Aaron Jones and Kansas City defense, but I just love the leverage that we get with Aaron Jones. So uh, that, I guess, decision, I I think I am kind of set on moving down to T and deciding between those two guys. On this build, though, I don't think there's going to be a ton of ownership here. So I I actually think it's fine to play Zeke on this team. What do you think about it? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 